Welcome in to the 20th episode of Down the Hall Podcast. Rodney, the 20th. 2-0. 2-0, the big 2-0. Uh, today we are looking at the movie The Nice Guys, um, but before we get to any of that, Rodney, why are we here? Chet, we are here because um, you're rubbing off on me. We're superheroes. There it we is. Are, we are saving people 115 hours a year, a year from having to search for movies to watch. I agree. All for the price of nothing. Right. Uh, Chet, if I gave you 115 hours back, what would you do with it? Well, I'll tell you what. My answer is a little bit different this week. Different. Um, Every week is different. Yeah, but like different style of answer. So okay. uh, just really quickly... This, you know, what I would do is I would I would find a way to uh, to encourage someone who needs it. And with that in mind, I think it's worth acknowledging that there are people who um, could use some of that. So one of those people is a regular listener of Down the Hall podcast. Um, she was one of our first like true genuine fans that came out of really the woodwork. Uh, and, and she's going to be okay with the description of fan. Like she's not, you don't think she's hearing us call her a fan. She's going like, uh, kind of, uh, yeah, maybe things have changed, but at least early <laughs> on, she, she tweeted pretty extensively about the show. Um, so this is, this is someone who, um, is, I would consider a friend of the podcast and, you know, I don't know any details. It's not important to know any details, but has gone through some rough, rough things recently in terms of just in and out of the hospital a lot. Uh, and, um, but keeps a good attitude, but you can tell it's not been easy. So what I'm needing from all you other regular listeners. So Lyndon, Legna, Rob, movie, Rob, I love that movie, dude. Rob, movie, Rob, uh, checked out in Jersey, Matt and Pete need you on this one too. Uh, need you to dig deep and get past the sarcasm and try to do something <laughs> nice for somebody here. Uh, we have a, a follower who, what I'm asking is that everybody right now, right now, you know, Zeng this, you guys pick it up too. Pick up your, your phone, go to Twitter, go to at Care Bear K-R-U. So that's K-E-R-R Bear, B-E-A-R K-R-U. I'll say that again, Care Bear K-R-U. K-E-R-R B-E-A-R K-R-U. And send her something funny, whether it be a GIF or a meme, something hilarious from you and say, hey, you know, hope it, hope everything's going okay. This is from us and from down the hall. That's that's my call to all of you guys. Rodney, you too. Me too. Absolutely. Okay. After the episode. After the episode. Okay. You know, um, Chet, I I thought you were going to send some encouraging. I was I was ready for you to read off my Twitter handle. Your your Twitter handle? Yeah. You you have a terribly boring Twitter. I would never do that to anyone I care about. <laughs> I I I was so I was so expecting for you to have everyone sending me uplifting stuff. No, that's that's great. We'll do. I will do that. Okay, I'll do that. All right. So today we are looking at the movie The Nice Guys, which 
um, was came out in 2016, so it's still relatively new. There's a good chance that not a lot of people have seen it, but yep. we're here to tell you today that that should be the movie of the week for you. Uh-huh. Now, Rodney, what's our what's our topic today? And then our topic today is going to be Ryan Gosling, our favorite Ryan Gosling performance. Okay, so we're only each going to give one example of that, but we want you to help us keep that conversation going. We'll get to that later in the episode. But the way this episode is going to go is I will give you some of the basic info about the movie. I'll then throw it over to Rodney. He'll tell you what the movie is about, a spoiler-free take, if you will. He'll then really try to communicate why we think it's a strong recommendation. We'll come back to me, and I'll tell you the best and worst review um, from the the actual critics. Uh, And then Rodney will tell you the IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes score. Will do. These are all important things. Um, At that point, that's where we kind of say, listen, if you are convinced you want to see this movie, now's the time to jump ship because we are eventually going to move into more of a spoiler, a spoiler free. I'm sorry. Spoiler E, I think is what you're going for. What I'm trying to say is not tell your mouth wanted to say it correctly. I so badly don't want to ruin things for anyone ever that I (laughs) spoiler E also don't look at my mouth. I do whatever I want. <laughs> That's when we'll get into the spoily section of the episode where we're just going to talk about probably, in this case, just a few of our favorite scenes, but we don't want to ruin anything. In this case, with a comedy, it's more about... It's harder to... It's harder to ru- I, yeah. You just don't want to ruin punchlines, I think. Yeah. Um, I just steal punchlines and then pretend that I pass them off as my own. That's pretty good. It's a good method. I think that's what Amy Schumer does, too. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Well, I don't know how you get a podcast, but you should look into it. Yes, of course. It's down the hall. I'm psyched. And here we go. So this movie is rated R. It's a little bit of a longer one, 156 minutes. Yeah, it is a long com. It's a long comedy uh, for sure. Because it's actually story driven. It's not an over the top comedy like maybe a Will Ferrell movie yeah. might be. Well, I think it is. Well, you're right. It's not completely over the top. But sorry, keep going. No, it's fine. We'll get to that. But it's directed by Shane Black. Like we said, stars Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling. And there's a bunch of other actors I think you'd definitely recognize. It's a pretty good cast. But Rodney, why don't you tell us a little bit more what this movie's about? So it's like a 70s murder mystery movie based in California. Um, and so I think, one, that is important to me because it, it's not your 70s that's all browns and grays. I feel like there's 70s movies that I can't stand just based on the color. It is California. It's very bright. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. To a confused listener, you might be saying, it sounds like this movie came out in the 70s. No, no, no. How you're describing <laughs> no. it. You're no, no, saying no. a movie set in the 70s. And set in the 70s. It's funny if you don't know that Rodney has a weird bias against, like, one of the reasons he can't get on board with Almost Famous, which is one of my favorite movies, is because it's just, to him, No, 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 I'm not Almost Famous. No, no, no. American Hustle. Oh, right. Okay. American Rem- Hustle. Right. I, I hate the color of it. It's so, it drives me insane. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so, and I feel like there's a lot of, anyway. Um, chest hair is what you were going to say. Anyway, carry on. Chest hair is one of, yeah, there's, there's way too much chest hair in leisure suits in 70s movies generally. This one has plenty of both also, um, but it's, they're they basically become they're they're like two private investigators who don't particularly care for each other but basically become like partners uh chasing down the same mystery uh like trying to kind of put together the same puzzle uh that really the whole time you're it is a great story because you're trying to figure out this puzzle but the entire time there is hysterical comedy and banter between russell crowe and ryan gosling and i think that to me it's impossible like to not find everything about their 
like <laughs> their banter and their relationship throughout the whole thing hysterical. Yeah, because they don't they really don't like each other for a good portion of the movie. So their right. their banter is super like and, and sarcastic towards yeah. one another, right? And their their styles are different. You yeah. know, like Russell Crowe is definitely more like pretty cold blooded, you know, like mm-hmm just cutthroat you know gonna do what he has to do to 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 get the information that he needs and i think ryan gosling tries to have some charm throughout throughout the whole thing but also in just different instances i he he's hysterical i mean it's like this is the movie that you realize like oh ryan gosling is like annoyingly good at everything yeah you know that's that's where i think a lot of the humor is is his ability to kind of this sort of coy humor this sort of effortless charm humor and as we said before i mean coming off his success in la la land we we did an episode on la la land where you had said how is it that this guy who is as you know good looking guy but also carries himself in such a really hilarious way and i think it's it's so true it's on full display in this movie and that you know another way this is just a a classic whodunit but in a in a comedy sense right Um, but it's a pretty good whodunit too you're you really don't like you are trying to figure out the whole time, like what the heck is this story? Right. There's a disappearance. There's a potential murder, and they're all trying. To, and so they're meeting more and more, just kind of really cartoonish characters, but not in an over the top way. Just in a way that's like there's a character right. called Blue Man because it's early in the movie he gets, <laughs> he gets a bunch ink of ink on his face, sprayed so he, on. He's him just as known permanent. as the Blue Man. Yeah. Um, but Chet, one of the secret bonuses of this movie was what. Okay, yep, it's time to say it. Is that there is a character named Chet who Ryan Gosling hates. Can I say though, that there are there are this is not the first time that there's a movie with a character named Chet, but what I will say is that there are What's the any other time one? that there's Chester a char- the Cheeto cat? Anytime there's a character named Chet, he's always the worst. Like yeah. Santa Claus two with Tim Allen, there was the the reindeer, the goofy one named Chet. And he did save the day, but like, I think actually the last line of the movie is Tim Allen screaming his name in anger. Yeah. Like, it's just never the hero. It's always Chester, the guy picked last in dodgeball. Yes. And so on that note, Rodney, you know, to wrap up this sort of section of the podcast, what what were you, what would you say is the main reason we're choosing it as the pick of the week? The main reason is that it has great actors. It has hysterical comedy uh, with an, a sincerely intriguing storyline. So it's a it's a comedy with a really like worthwhile interesting story throughout. It is both on demand and in Redbox as we speak. Chet, what though? People don't care about my opinion. What they really want to know is what do experts have to say? Let's take a look. Hate, 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 hate. Double hate. Lows entirely. I like you a lot. So, Rodney, why don't you first lead with what the scores were from IMDb and and Rotten Tomatoes? Okay. Um, So, the IMDb current score right now is 7.4. The Rotten Tomatoes score is 92%. So, both of which, actually, it's probably, you know, a lower IMDb score considering how high the Rotten Tomatoes score is. Um, And I gave it an 8. I also gave it an 8. And I think what you'll find as a listener is that we're not going to do a movie, an episode on a movie that at least one of us didn't give an eight and at least an eight to. Right. That's typically what you're finding. And, and, and I also should say we watch a lot more movies than the ones we actually do episodes on. We're right. sifting through these. Yeah. Just this week I watched St. Vincent, Sing Street and a movie called The Invitation 
all all of them were on Netflix and all of them were kind of determining what we think are worth. You know, we're going to get to whether or not we'll do episodes on. My point to this is we actually will only give you ones that we firmly believe are worth it, which is why you hear a lot of eights and nines coming out of us. Now, Chad, are you saying that there's absolutely no way that we would do a movie that we both gave like high sevens to? I think that's a threshold right there. I think that might be the cutoff. I think it'd be worth, like if we both thought this is a seven, I think we'd put it on the shelf and say, if there's ever a dry week, we might pull it off the shelf. A dry week. Yeah, we have like a A drought, a a movie drought. Which I'm sure will, will happen at some point. So what we'll do again this week is start with the bad review, the Always. negative the negative review, so that we can end on a more positive note. Um, the negative review came from the New York Observer. This is perhaps my favorite negative review we have ever read, because I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Ready? What is it with people in New York? The New York Observer. This one by the jarringly untalented writer-director Shane Black is merely violent, vulgar, and stupid, period. Do you think that Shane Black stole this guy's, like, girlfriend or wife? I think Shane Black knew this guy in high school, at the very least. There's some... We got to dig in. I want you to... I, I think we owe it to our listeners. And maybe to Shane Black. And maybe to Shane Black to just figure this out, because this makes no sense. Whoever wrote this has a vendetta because you could, I guess, leave saying like it was okay, but what he wrote is nonsense. Agreed. It's not even a take on the movie. Like I'm sincerely, like I am sincerely saying you didn't, he didn't even say anything. He used a bunch of words in order that constructed a sentence, but he didn't actually say anything. He just said it was bad. Basically. <laughs> I tell me, your I think there's gotta opinion. be a story. There's gotta be a story here. Let's do our nice guys where the murder mystery that we're trying to solve is why the New York Observer writer in question does not like Shane Black. Okay. Thank you. So the positive review came from another New York outlet. Okay. Called Time Out New York. Okay. It sounds sounds, uh, not so big. (laughs) And this is kind of in agreeing agreeing with what you had said about Ryan Gosling specifically. It says this, Ryan Gosling... In a physical action comedy, question mark. Whoever thought of that idea should be crowned genius of the year. (laughs) (laughs) With with dynamite timing and uproarious gestures, Gosling minds his diverse abilities and becomes a blast in the nice guys. Yeah, he's got, there is so much of his comedy that is hysterical. Because he's not like, he's not overly sharp. Like he had his, this, the character that he portrays in this is not like this, like everyone would want to be him type of guy. You know, he's, he's kind of just does a lot of just dumb things. Um, and that's why too, I think, you know, when you watch it, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch Ryan Gosling play, play the part of a guy who, um, is kind of bumbling around in a lot of cases, which perfectly enough, almost as perfect as a Ryan Gosling punchline. Leads us right into our topic for today, which is our favorite Ryan Gosling performances. Yeah, no, but it's not performances, Chet. We said, what is our singular favorite? Because I think it'd be easy to list a whole bunch of good ones, but it's much harder for for each of us to pick 
what our favorite performance is. Well, before you or I give what those are, I should say that we got some responses on Twitter. Yeah, I want to hear some of these. So two peas on a pod, which is another podcast, they said their favorite Ryan Gosling performance was Drive. I think that's a great pick. I, You know what? I wasn't over... I, I, I watched it after I knew a lot of people liked it. Um, this was years ago at this point, but it it didn't it didn't overwhelm me i i kind of like the the story and the way that it was filmed was kind of interesting but like it didn't overwhelm me in any way see i liked it a lot and in fact i replied to them saying rodney didn't care for it as much uh chet loved it which i guess is what makes the podcast fun <laughs> um ret read podcast r-e-t-r-e-a-d podcast replied with the nice guys as as their favorite yeah, pick it's, it's a good Gossel. one and it's did a good you, one. Are you reply? sure? Because we're doing an episode on it. So I need to know that did, you still believe it's did, a good one. Did you reply to that one? Rodney thinks so. I didn't. Okay. I try to use your name as, as little as possible. Yeah, I figured. And then friend of the show, Colleen uh, Tolan, who actually was part of the people, like one of the people who told us about short term 12. Um, she said the place beyond the pines. You know what? That was another one. Colleen, I'm not doing this just to, to make you upset. <sighs> I didn't love Place Beyond the Pines either. Well, I mean, he was only in it for like a third of the movie because it is, it's three separate stories. Like, so was it chopped uh, up. Bradley Cooper is in that? Bradley Cooper. Ava Mendez? Yep. Yeah. I, I, lo- I thought it was great. I thought it, well, I thought the movie was great because of how they, they formatted it. I thought his character was cool. His line, his line in it I loved, which is one of my favorite lines from any movie, which is, uh, if you ride like the lightning, you'll crash like thunder. I thought, I, I always loved that. So I thought his character was super cool. Um, like but, if he if he pulled up on a motorcycle right now, I might hop on the yeah. back. <laughs> Weird. Uh, I I Let's what? do this. We got a we got we have a live caller. We have a live caller, Rodney. This might be like our first kind of live live show calling. We have uh, my girlfriend Legna on the phone. She's on a flight heading out, about to leave uh, for Greece. Ooh, exotic. Hey, Legna, you want to say hello? You seem super enthused. All right. This is great podcasting. Podcasting sure. gold. She said, sure. <laughs> Not hello. Anyway. Okay. All right. I hung up. That was, uh, that was just too much podcast gold for one episode. So Too much. Anyway, so what's your favorite Ryan Gosling performance, Rado? You know, I think the reason that I don't love Place Beyond the Pines or Drive is that I think that his best roles are the ones that he gets to use his, his comedy. Um and I was tempted to go the notebook because I think it has both the comedy and kind of romantic pieces to it, uh, too. Um, nice guys and also stupid crazy love were all ones that I feel That's like. not even the name of it, and you're stealing mine. Huh? It's not stupid crazy love. Crazy stupid love. You have a love. stupid crazy opinion right now. <laughs> it's crazy no, stupid love. You're taking are- everything I was going to say in our like pre show little meeting and you're taking it and now using it. You're no, doing no, no, exactly no, no, no. what you were making fun of people stealing jokes earlier in the episode about. I'm saying these are all these are all the thoughts that I've had. I don't yeah, know what you're saying. You know why you've had the thoughts? Because I put them in your head. No. Before we started recording. Please, I said all of please. these things. These are all things that, that I have said. So what is your favorite? What is so your favorite? So my favorite is nice guys. My favorite, I there are like four or five scenes of Ryan Gosling in this movie that are like laugh out loud funny yeah. that are so funny to me. I agree. 
that they're they're ones the only thing that makes me mad is that more people haven't seen this movie so that they're <laughs> totally not like agree. they're not like either memes or things that we can all <laughs> relate to that that's the one thing that drives me crazy i think we really need to get people to see this movie so that it becomes more of a movie that is quotable and that people know i i couldn't agree more partially because it was my take first but i will Incorrect. i will echo that and say wait i'm sorry did i talk first or did you um wait after we press record yeah i guess you did <laughs> but listen what's on air is all that matters noted so i guess what i would say is just that same thing because again it was my opinion in the first place that his best roles for me are the ones where he gets to Boy, display sounds, so would you have an original opinion for once <laughs> um but so uh, the nice guy is definitely one of them but you know even in la la land he definitely had that on display but for me my pick is crazy stupid love uh, with he and Steve Carell, Emma Stone. Uh, that's a great one. That's one oh, that's that, so good. you know, if, if you haven't seen it, I think it was seen by a lot of people. It was one yeah, of those that, that was one, pretty popular. Yeah, that was pretty popular. If there's yep. a chance, if you haven't seen it, make sure you go check it out. Um, it's a romantic comedy, but the pairing of Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling, you know, is fantastic. So yes. Gosling throughout that whole thing is is that type of charming funny that is just only he can do right now like i think of all the actors like he's the one that pulls it off the best yeah in my opinion and i know that we talked with la la land how it, it really needed that presence right. and he was the perfect casting yeah. for it so i love that so because he, he can do it without a lot of pretense you know what i mean correct. like it i don't think like even if he well yeah i i just think that there's like a lot of like actors who might have like equal parts of certain things that he has but i think that he has a he has delivery in a way that his his comedy is is great and as the uh the critic said it's so much about his gestures yes and facial expression exactly which is i think that's, that's the under like like you can't write how funny he is i think maybe that's what i'm giving him that's, credit that's for. that's probably the best way to describe it right thank you for having an original take so thank you. at this point in the episode what we what we typically do and if you hear music playing, it's not because we're actually signing off. It's sort of the point where we say, if you're convinced enough to see this movie, I feel like we've done our job. That's fantastic. What we will do, though, here in a minute is we're going to start talking through some of our favorite scenes, and which will, in this case, give away some punchlines. We don't want to spoil anything for you. So this is your this is your, yep. your warning. Yep. But also, we want to say that, you know, every week since we've started this, we've gotten some recommendations. And what we do is you can go to downthehallpodcast.com. You can scroll down. You can actually type in the bar a movie that you think is not getting enough credit. You can recommend a movie to us. One of the people recently who recommended, as we said in our short-term 12 episode, was our friend Hannah, Mm -hmm. who then, as the episode was released, the director of that movie, uh, Destin Cretton, he listened to the episode. He then tweeted about it and commented that, hey, tell Hannah I said thank you. So what we're telling you is that you are guaranteed to be uh, tweeted out by the actual director of whatever movie you recommend based on based on what this week told us it's a 100 percent guarantee <laughs> it's we're one for one um yes i agree and since we're still buying some time i think uh it, we should say that on our appearance uh which we we do every week on mondays uh on uh, checked out in jersey monday nights at eight o'clock uh which they do facebook live we do our movie recommendation of the week chet when we talked about this one i think I think we're getting some credibility. So I think we're what he'd call maybe one and a half for two. 
um, in terms of movie recommendation on checking out Dream. Do you think that that's an accurate description? Yeah, they they liked. Well, Matt said Short Term Twelve was admittedly a really good movie, but he was depressed by it. Yep. And then with this one, he said, "Yeah, this one was this one was funny." Pete hadn't watched it. Pete, I'm not sure is completely on board. Yet yeah, Pete with Pete, us. So we're not, you know, like if you can't be, you know, it's like a it's like a walk. It's a zero for zero. You know, if someone didn't see it, you can't you can't hurt us for it. So as Rodney said, you can check us out on Checked Out in Jersey every single Monday night at eight o'clock. It's a Facebook Live show that also turns into a podcast. Uh, some really fun guys. Also, we have a fun announcement for our show this week. Uh, you guys remember when we did the episode with Lyndon? I'm going to assume you're saying yes. Lyndon Wells from top10films.uk. We did an episode which was the top... Oh, thank you. Thank you for that, actually. That was a big... That'd be a big miss. But we did an episode, uh, top 10 films to not win an Oscar, or not win Best Picture, rather. Uh, he joined us. We thought it was a one-time thing. It was went really well. We loved it. He's a great guy. He has stayed uh, committed to uh, helping us with the show. He's given us a lot of feedback since then. And he actually, as we will be doing here this week, uh, is coming on again on yes. Thursday to do the top 10 war films of all yeah. time. A, a, a topic we we decided to do because we all agreed that we don't particularly care for war films. It's not exactly any of our favorite genre, but what <laughs> we're, just, we, we're stretching ourselves in yeah. a good way. So, yeah, we're stretching ourselves. And we'll yep. talk more about that. That will be, we're recording this week. So by the time you're listening to this episode, it will already have been recorded. And it will come out um, in a few days. I told you not to give details. Yeah, well, you're the one who gave me the details. Okay, Rodney, you had mentioned that there were a few scenes that that you hope you can't wait for when more people see that will become yes. memes. What, what's one or two that come to mind? All right, so I, they, I probably have like three three favorite scenes. Pick one. Um, Let me have I'll, one. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that because I'm sure one of them is going to be an overlap. Um, it, but... So one of the scenes that that I think of is they end up going to this party, uh, which is, you know, feels like, you know, a, a party in the Hollywood Hills uh, with probably like porn stars or whatever. And they're trying to kind of get clues for the scroll that's gone missing. Um, but at the same time, you know, they're kind of bumbling around and Russell Crowe's like focused and like, de- you know, like going to find. But you can just like immediately see Ryan Gosling is just kind of like looking around and distracted by uh all of the girls at the party starts throwing some drinks back yeah so he's uh you know he's kind of like wandering around and then there's this one scene where he's like he's at like a bar but behind the bar is just this like glass enclosure where people are swimming and so these two mermaids who are topless go swimming by (laughs) and uh and then, like a little bit later, like the, the the camera's not focused on him anymore. You just see him in the water, like fully clothed, swimming after them. <laughs> and so then there's this scene later where he like bumps he like bumps into Russell Crowe again at the party. And again, like Russell Crowe is like focused and dedicated. He's like, like, where have you been? What are you doing? Why are you soaking wet? He's like, I was questioning the mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite like, scene <laughs> was at the same party when. <laughs> I think pretty soon after that, he's out. He's out on the like outside on this deck area, and he is talking with you know another girl, and they get talking, and and he he for some reason throws himself off the balcony, just kind of <laughs> just kind of like leans backwards and falls off the balcony, and then falls down and just tumbles down this grass hill and into the woods, and so he just and he just lands at the bottom of this hill, and he's like he's fine, he's a little bit shaken up, but he then pulls out a cigarette to light. And as he lights it, it's a you know it's dark down where he is. As he lights it, 
it illuminates the screen and you see a dead body sitting yes. right next to oh him. Oh my God. And so you see it and he doesn't. And the, 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 like, it flickers out. So then he like opens it back up, lights the, you know, lights it again. And you see the dead body again. He just slowly turns and sees it. And just, it, this is a, per, this is an example of what you're saying. You can't yeah. write this. It has to be right. demonstrated in yeah. his gestures. And, and yeah. he just, it, you know what it reminded me of actually is I used to watch like Abbott and Costello with mm-hmm. my dad growing up, you know, mm-hmm. when I was a little kid. Yeah. And, you know, their type of humor was sort of like they'd like see something that was scary and then just right. couldn't talk. Yeah. Like they lost their voice yes, and just yeah, their yeah, whole yeah. face just yeah, demonstrated yeah. such fear. Yeah. And that was what Ryan Gosling was doing. Right. It was so good. Yeah. No, this one we couldn't even like bring in a clip for because it's too like it's just, it's just all visual. Gesture, but he, and it's, it's like maybe just like breathing as he's like pointing at this like body. There's no one else around him, but he's like pointing like <laughs> to, to this dead body that's next to him. But there are just so many scenes like that um, throughout the entire movie that make it great while also having a great story throughout is perfect it's our recommendation of the week so as we wrap up here we'll have remind you that you can follow us on twitter at down the hall guys you can email us at down the hall podcast at gmail.com or like we said you can visit our website down the hall you can scroll down and recommend a movie if you're listening right now and you're curious where else you can find us we are on uh, soundcloud itunes google play and TuneIn. And like always, we hope that you check this movie out. We hope you love it. Keep the conversation going. What are your favorite Ryan Gosling films? What did or you Russell think of Crow this one? Or Russell Crowe. <laughs> are you not entertained? That's Gladiator. My, Gladiator, favorite. my yeah. favorite. I was about to the say The Gladiator. That. I was going to say that was Gerard Butler. <laughs> oh, man. Different. Sparta. Not the name of the movie. That's Rodney. I'm Chet. The, the, the hundred soldiers from the Spartan village. Thank you for listening. Thank you.